everybody. It's me, Auntie, and I hope you guys are doing well. Well, we're going to just get right to it today and talk about Canada's first black judge. Now, in the United States, you may have heard that they had their first black female judge. Well, actually, first black Supreme Court judge, which it's a long time coming. And so I thought, well, you know what, let's find out who Canada's first black Supreme Court judge is. Unfortunately, we don't have one yet. And um, it's, I don't know why, but, you know, it was just something, it just hasn't happened as yet. So, you know, hopefully in your lifetime, in my lifetime, we will actually get to see Canada's first Black Supreme Court judge. So then I thought, well, let me find Canada's first Black judge. Now, they don't have much on him. Um, He passed away in 2013, but his name is Maurice Charles, and he was Canada's first Black judge, and he was appointed Ontario court bench in 1969. Now, he wasn't Canadian-born. He was born in Guyana. And um, they moved, to, came, he came to Toronto to um, the, I'm not sure, in close to 1969, I guess, uh, to become a judge. So over the years since he had become judge, a total of 28 black judges have been appointed to the bench, to the Ontario bench, since Charles broke the color barrier many years ago and then the one they do talk about a lot about is George E. Carter. Now George E. Carter is the first black judge born in Canada so he was originally born in Toronto in 1921 and if you're from Toronto Canada um, his home he had a home on Beverly Street so maybe there's something there. And he was the eldest of 14 children. Uh, yeah, right? And then I thought, okay, let's find out how many black judges are in Canada. Now, there is almost 2,000 judges across the country, right? And in Ontario... There is 10 appointed black judges in Nova Scotia. I'm just trying to see here. In Nova Scotia, they have two. And Quebec, Alberta, and British Columbia have one each. That's really a low number. And I hope with the, you guys, the next generation coming, Try getting into law, you know, because it sounds like we could use more black judges, more uh, a Supreme Court black judge and, you know, work your hardest to be there. The path has been paved. All you have to do is just walk it. Right. So I am going to read a story that is a young girl who's never been to a place, but For some reason, her heart is there, a place she's never been. 
And I'm wondering if we all have ever felt that way. So here we go. The ocean lives there. Story by MJ Fever. Our little house in Miami is the color of ripe mango, which shudders the hue of the ocean on a bright sunny day. And inside the house, just down the hall, there is a tiny door. Sometimes it's red, sometimes it's blue, but it's always magic. Mama keeps it locked up tight. But when I stand in front of it and tilt my head just so, I could swear I smell the scent of coffee beans and orange. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I sit in front of the magic door. I stay as quiet as a mouse. If I close my eyes tight and listen hard, I can hear birds singing on the beach and the wind whistling into conch shells. I think the ocean lives behind the door under a very blue sky. When Mama finds me asleep and dreaming in front of the door, she lifts me into her arms and brings me back to my bed and sings me a song about coffee beans, oranges, the blue skies, the birds on the beach, and the wind whistling into conch shells. Even when Mama smiles, it never reaches her eyes. She wears sadness like a nightgown. She smells a place I've never gone to, a place beyond the magic door. While Mama makes oatmeal for breakfast and Papa puts his socks and pants and Gayabera shirts in the wash, I push my ear against the door. And I imagine the mountains roll behind it, the cows and the goats and the falcons and the emeralds and the people who dance and the rara with their drums and their maracas. Then Mama calls me to the table and I can choose to have some banana oatmeal or some cornflakes. And I always choose the oatmeal because it smells and tastes reminds me of a place I have always wanted to go. A place I imagine exists on the other side of the red-blue door. A place where it's always summer and the birds always sing. On our way to the bus stop, I ask my sister Caroline about the magic door. And she says Mama built it for herself out of love, sadness, heartbreak, and memories. She tells me that it goes nowhere and everywhere. If you go through the door, Caroline warns me, you might never come back. I tell her I miss the ocean that lives in the space behind it. I miss the mountains where people dance the rara to the sound of maracas and drums, where it smells like coffee beans and oranges. How can you miss a place you don't even know? Carolina asks in her thick accent. She only speaks English to me, not like Papa who calls me Tichere Muen, my little love. Or Mama who calls me Asesue, enough. Then I try to fit her keys in the lock of the blue, red-blue door to open it. In the evening, Papa plays the saxophone in the garden. And Mama talks about the good old days when she lived in a place far, far away before I was even born. It's not that far away, Caroline says, cutting open the dragon fruit. We could go there. 
we'd just fly over the Bahamas, go past Cuba, wave at Jamaica, and there we are. Mama tells us stories about the Haiti she knew. Crick, she says. Clack, Carolina and I say. Mama doesn't tell me what's behind the door, but I know she hears it. I could hear it too. The waves lapping the sand, the hummingbird songs in the mountain sky, and the drums and the maracas. I know she smells it too. The coffee beans and the oranges, the spicy conch and the fried plantains. I can't help it. When the door calls to me, I want to open it and walk through. Mama takes the key from my hand and I wait for her to walk away. Instead, she opens the red-blue door to nowhere and everywhere. She takes my hands and starts to walk through. I know it's been calling to you, she says. This place on the other side of the red-blue door, this place where it's always summer and the birds always sing, it's been calling to you. And so we must go there for a little while. We walk in together. At first, I can't see anything, but I could hear the sounds and smell the smells. And then suddenly, there it is. The place Mama loves so much but I have yet to know the place I missed in my head and in my heart, Haiti. We walk into her childhood and her dreams, and she's a little girl once again, just like me. Surrounded by the ocean, Mama and I gather shells and the, on the beach in Haiti. They look like wings in the sand. In the village of Gando, she uses a machete to break open the coconuts and the juice trickles down our throats and bubbles over our chins. We get guava, passion fruit, and mangoes that are so purple that they look like eggplants. We take a rainbow-colored tap-tap bus up the mountains and together we dance to the rhythm of Yonovalo until Mama says that it's time to go. I close my eyes and once again find the magic door. We wave goodbye to Haiti. I feel my eyes well up with tears. But Mama says, now that I've visited, I can go back anytime I want. All I have to do is close my eyes and remember. When we get back to the house in Miami, Mama is laughing for the first time in a long time. And anytime I start to miss the island, I just close my eyes, breathe deeply, and I could hear the wind whistling in the conch shells and the rah-rah music. I could taste the mango and see the turquoise ocean and the falcons flying in the blue sky. My home always, uh, my home away from home is always waiting for me. What a beautiful story. If if you ever get a chance to get the book, get it. The pictures are absolutely beautiful. It actually makes me want to go to Haiti. You know, I know of places. I was born here in Canada, and I always found my heart was in Jamaica for a while. And beautiful. The water's beautiful. The smell of the sea 
like my skin felt nice. It may have been very hot, but it was just wonderful and beautiful and the food and everything. And I always look forward to going back, you know, and it's, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And when your heart's there, it's there. It's where your ancestors are from. You know, when you feel you belong in a place, your ancestors are from there. Maybe you have family out there. And hopefully one day, you know, you'll take a trip out there and explore. All right. Well, that's it for me today. And I am proud to be black because black looks good on me. And it looks good on you and you and you and you, all of you. So you guys have a great week and I'll see you next weekend. Bye for now.